I told you how many times I gotta tell you. Glory. <laughs> well. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
release our frogs to torment everyone with the bitter waters. <laughs> they plague you. <laughs> and for those in righteousness,
cities in America, all nations, starting in Minneapolis, ending in Jerusalem with the second coming of Christ. <laughs> Glory. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> It's a rockin' party, too. You can either ride the wave, or you can get thrown around underneath the wave. <laughs> the second coming's way less religious than the first coming. Not even one drop of religion in this whole thing. It'll look like rebellion, but it's just glory. It's just angel glory partying. It's the real sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Of the third heaven. <laughs> Nothing can prepare you except humility. <laughs> I was at McDonald's today with a good friend of the ministry, Brian Stonehouse. <laughs> and it's in the ghetto and I almost got thrown out for public intoxication because I was so drunk on God. Wow. <laughs> public intoxication on God shall increase in this time. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Do they call the cops on it? No, no. <laughs> you have to be pretty drunk to get thrown out of McDonald's in the ghetto for public intoxication. <laughs> when they're smoking crack in the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with me when I'm sitting there drinking and smoking in the lobby. <laughs> Burning up all their pharmacia demons. <laughs> the end of Satan's drugs is at hand. It's just the beginning of Jesus Christ's drugs. Mm. <laughs> New shipments. <laughs> Let the religious people rejoice in the end of drugs. Amen. Amen. Come on. Break the box. Oh, yeah. It's Sunday. So get all your inheritance back from the sun that's stolen from you. Oh. <laughs> that's what we do on Sunday. We redeem the time of the day of the sun. <laughs> and we redeem and restore all the things that the sun has stolen from our flesh and blood. That's the only thing we celebrate on Sunday as sons of God. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the sun on Sunday. From the last 6,000 years. Come on.
sees the heart. Thank you, Father, for seeing all our hearts and purifying all our hearts from all unrighteousness with your waters. <laughs> everyone's feet. Uh, Revelation 22. Uh, What's the keys of David? 22-22. It's the throne of God and it's the throne of the Lamb in our hearts washing the nations with the river of life, with the white dove. Full release.
everything and all the earth. No hiding from the two and No hiding from the full manifestation of the throne of God in the Lamb. No one can hide under a bushel or a rock. As far as the east is from the west, covered with the glory of the Lord, this February 14th, 2.14, which is Valentine's Day. Amen. <laughs> Valentine's Day. And Acts chapter 2, verse 14. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk as you suppose, <laughs> since it is only the third hour of the day. <laughs> I declare this coming Valentine's Day a love fest in honor of the Lord on 214. <laughs> and an 
every city that is under the glory of the Lord will celebrate this love fest, whoa, feast, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Global revival. <laughs> the day has been marked. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> oh my God. It's the two-third waters that fight for Joel's army against the one-third that rebel against the light of Jesus and the water of Jesus. So we release fully the two-thirds light of the stars of Jesus and the two-thirds waters, living waters of the Lord Jesus, to completely wash away the one-third from all flesh in the world today and forevermore. Amen. Amen. get drunk on that. The, the two-third light is all love. The two-third water is all love. All our stars and waters war against is the enemies of divine love. Against pride and Cain. Against bitterness and wormwood. That's it. Perfect justice administered to all nations, tribes, and tongues. Father, what do you want to do? And he said, administer justice. <laughs> we 
which is not what I was expecting with the three of us on Joel's bar tonight. <laughs> but the drunkenness is the power to enforce the law of freedom in Christ Jesus, which is in the waters and the lights of the Lord Jesus. And there are a lot of enemies of the water and light of Jesus. And so they're being judged today by the administration of the justice of the throne of God and the Lamb on earth through our bodies as apostles. Amen. If not us, then no one else. It's true. If not us, then who? It's us, you guys. We're the ones doing this. Revival parties and conferences and revival meetings. It's about taking over the nations with the throne of God and a water system that keeps everyone washed. It's about the government of the kingdom. Now is the time that the holy people inherit the kingdom, and that's the end of matter. <laughs> Amen. Daniel 7. Daniel 12. The ring of Daniel is worn by our tribe. And the seal of Daniel is open and the scroll of Daniel is open and the house of Daniel is fully manifest and open into all the nations today and forevermore. It was sealed until now, the end of time. And that seal is open by the ring of Daniel today. That's what God said. Amen. Daniel chapter 12. I affirm it. I can vouch. Amen. Very important stuff. Kingdom government, this is what it looks like. Doesn't look like a United Nations meeting. Doesn't look like British Parliament. Doesn't look like White House. This is what kingdom government actually looks like. <laughs> you're, you're witnessing the administration of the justice of the government of God today. It's important you understand that. For teaching purposes as we go forward as a tribe. As the tribe of Judah. <laughs> You want joy? Just say you're a member of the tribe of Judah. Glory. Some of you may be an honorary member. It's all good. At least you're an Israelite. Glory. It's also the season of the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. It's the season of the House of Daniel. It's actually 
the maturation of the time, the maturity of the ages. It's the season of all mantles coming into maturity through the sons of God who wear them all. Not that we all wear all of them, we have different roles in the kingdom, but many of us wear many of them. And so it makes us superpowers. It's the coat of many colors. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of drugs to me. We speak plainly to you because it's judgment. I'm not even speaking in riddles tonight. No, no need for parables or riddles or dark speech. We speak to you plainly, which is the highest level of glory judgment. actually dissolving like the wicked witch of the east the water melts witchcraft and it actually deforms it and mutilates it it mutilates demons and it when it mutilates them it actually burns them into a dimension that no longer has access to the human dimension and all the dimensions that human beings live in simultaneously so the glory is absolute judgment. You're actually melting the demonic out of the heavens, the earth, and under the earth outside the reach of the earth as you go from glory to glory. That's how we'll have peace a thousand years under the throne of David. We just followed the Genesis blueprint in chapter 1. We created the stars the waters above, the waters below, <laughs> the land, the plants, the animals, <laughs> and manifested the image of God in flesh through the waters and the plants, and now we rest from our works. <laughs> it's on autopilot. The government of God in perfect execution that the rest of God comes forth. Because the government rests on His shoulders. <laughs> I 
love that you were talking about that, Nikolai, yesterday. How God created the heavens and the earth in six days, and the seventh day was the rest. Yeah. <laughs> like infinite, the rest. It only took six days to create infinity. Yeah. We're in the infinity of God now. The Genesis of Jesus. The Jesus of Genesis. The Jesus God of Genesis. Why do you guys think we just feast all day? We're already in the rest of God. <laughs> Eating and drinking like in the days of Noah. <laughs> Getting married and being given in marriage. you do in the art. Old covenant is external judgment. New covenant is an internal celebration. Because the sting of death is removed. Death has gone into hiding. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh my god. The glory of the sons of God. You just gotta get so high that you forget what planet you're on. And then you're like, oh yeah, I remember. I'm in heaven. Some of you are trying to keep your scuba gear on because you know you're underwater. <laughs> but then you're not letting it radiate into your face. And you're not you're missing the point. We're living underwater all the time. <laughs> And there's no separation between God's waters and us. <laughs> it's been oh. redeemed. <laughs> so take the scuba gear off <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Practicing stillness in the river will let all of the discomfort go away and the irritations become smooth stones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Comes honey. This is our friend from Australia, Chris Harvey. He's got a YouTube channel called The Revival Room. All his music's on there for free. Chris Harvey, The Revival Room YouTube channel from Australia. Heavy Drunken Glory Pioneer. <laughs> He's so drunk he doesn't even have a website. forward to working with all the tribes and to coming into covenant in the waters and in the skies with all the tribes of my brothers and sisters around the world. We're going to have world peace, you guys. The river of life will produce world peace for us. 
That's what we're pioneering right now. That's what this water is going to do. These stars, through all souls in these waters, through all blood, will produce world peace before Jesus returns. Watch. The power of Ezekiel's water temple will be fully demonstrated. And the power of the city of David fully demonstrated to all nations for years before Jesus returns. It's going to be global renaissance. Bob Jones saw through 2060 and Jesus had returned yet so you got short range plans make wrong range plans oh yeah I'm not sure if I'm going to make it long the water will make it that long put the water in your brain and you'll make it said we don't start time traveling by the end of 2020. Speed it up. Let's get this. Let's get this show on the road. Flip streams of time. It's already happening. 12 stars fully worn on our heads as the bride of Christ. Revelation 12.1, Daniel 12. There's elevations. It's cool. God was showing me this today in Daniel 12 and Revelation 12. Talks about the different elevations. Daniel 12, 1 through 3. I shared it in the Red Letter Ministries Facebook group. Elevations of your souls. Those that are wise will shine as the firmament, that's the sky, and those that lead many to righteousness will shine as the stars. So you got seven star level, firmament sky level, sun and moon level, sky level. That's like the bride. And then you'll have those that shine like the stars. That's far above the sky in the second heavens. The 12 stars and the 7 stars. Revelation 12.1 and then Revelation 1.16 it is written. They're elevations of your souls in the stars of Jesus. In the lights of John chapter 1. Jesus came as the light of the world and darkness hid from the light. So it's the degree of the shining of the light of your souls and the elevation of the sky and stars. The government of God obviously consumes the highest heavens, the 12 stars. But everyone that's saved and members of the bride will also possess the firmament, which is the seven stars. Amen? Glory. And under, underneath that will be all those that retain the animal nature. <laughs> like a three-tier fountain. Sorry. <laughs> mm. And Michael, the ar the archangel, the honored of the angel armies, will arise. It's important too. Oh. You know that we're fully partnered as yeah. the throne of David and the throne of Israel. 
with Michael. Yeah. Daniel chapter 12 is being fulfilled at this moment. Amen. Don't look for it. It's already here. Blessed are they who have ears to hear what the Spirit says to the churches. are those that are consummated that know Jesus inwardly inside the flesh. The false foolish virgins are the ones that have an external Jesus that never allowed the word to be made their flesh. They never became living epistles. It was always external and there was no internal transfiguration of the renewing of the mind by the realization of Christ in them, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27, Romans 12.2. That didn't take place in any of the foolish. And that's why they have a Jezebel Jesus and not the real Jesus that comes inside men and women's flesh. So the true bride is coming forth and the false bride is being dissolved with the demons. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Revelation chapter 1. <laughs> John sees Christ appear and his voice... The voice of Christ is like many rivers of water. And when he saw him, John fell down as though he was dead. Because what did he see? He saw the rivers. The voice was the river. He saw the water and John overdosed on the water. The water overdosed John. And many of you need to see the water overdose you so you can interpret the times and seasons in this hour. Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) Don't be looking for the form of Christ like a man. Look for the water Christ. That's what the word. Only those that thirst will be saved, the Bible says. Let it kill you already. <laughs> Drink and die. <laughs> so, in Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And He didn't create a fallen world. He created a new heavens and a new earth. He created something completely fresh, completely perfect. In the Gospel of Thomas, the disciples asked Jesus, Tell us how our end will come to pass. And Jesus said, Then have you laid bare the beginning, so that you are seeking the end? For the end will be where the beginning is. Blessed is the person who stands at rest in the beginning. And that person will be acquainted with the end and will not taste death. Just let the spirit of revelation lay that open for you. That's right. Do your Genesis 1 works and you, you won't taste death. <laughs> the Jesus God of Genesis went back into the garden of eternity passed through Jesus. As it is in the beginning, so shall it be at the end. It's the infinite loop. <laughs> Jesus is the door to infinity. <laughs> Amen. Eternity is already here. 
and always has been. You're in the rest. Today the rest is the of day. God. <laughs> Today is the day. <laughs> Not tomorrow. It's never tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Such good deep revelation, Jake. Thank you. Gospel of Thomas. Beautiful. I, yesterday we, were, we had a party over at Jake's house, and I was just looking around at my friends, and I just said, I am so thankful to have all these mystics as my best friends. It's just the richest life anyone could ever <laughs> ask or dream for. So good. And this will increase and intensify for all of you as well. It's going to get really good, you guys. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Oh. This thing will open up for you and your whole household to be saved in the city of David. Completely drowned underwater, and the waters will completely transfigure and glorify all souls that remain in the new earth. And don't worry about if I'm going to remain or not remain. You're going to remain. You're going to remain. What's not going to remain is the sin and the demon that will be vaporized out of the doubt and unbelief and the Jezebelic bondage that's in almost everyone at this moment. That will not remain. That will dissolve and the chains will come off of people's hearts and suddenly they'll be free. It's not like a holocaust. God's not going to kill everyone. God's just going to remove the wicked. Enoch chapter 1 says, For a far and remote off generation for when all the wicked are to be removed. All that's being removed is wicked. It's referring to Satan and his angels, the one-third stars and the one-third waters, Wormwood and Cain. Cain stars, which is the false light of pride and religion of the brain, and Wormwood's waters, which is the bitterness waters of pride in the blood and in the heart and in the spirit. All of that will be vaporized in the lake of fire. All that's going to remain in the whole world will be the two-thirds stars of love and the two-thirds waters of sweet honey love for everyone down here. And your soul is going to make it through the Great Tribulation. Your soul will make it through the pressure of changing from one-third to two-thirds in brain and in blood. You'll make it. What's not going to make it is your sins. <laughs> Guaranteed. Your sins have no future. They're not going to make it. And you'll be so thankful because it feels like you're dying, but the only thing that's dying is your sins. And wow. pri pride is a sin you can't see until it dies. That's interesting. Unless the seed falls to the ground and dies, it can't bear fruit. So that's the pride that's dying, and what comes out of the death of pride or the self-nature of the curse of the fall of the ego comes forth the newness of life in the living waters like a spring. But it literally feels like you're physically dying as your pride sin is forgiven. So that's what's going on with most of you right now. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Amen. And if you just overdose on the river, it'll just accelerate that process, make it much less painful. You can have a sweet death. And then you come to a place of Song of Songs where it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice anymore. You just lay down on the altar, I die daily, and anything that's not Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, perfect love in me, 
burns. And it's a beautiful brazen altar. Why do you think they baptized in water for the forgiveness and repentance of sin? <laughs> they held them under. Let the Holy Spirit hold you under water. Amen. And deal with your flesh. And let it die. <laughs> you can just struggle under there and suffocate and hold your breath as long as you can. And it'll take you like 10 minutes to die or something like that. Or you can just take a big old gulp of water straight into your lungs and die. <laughs> Drinking the cup of Jesus is the death to self. Mm-hmm. You only live to the Lamb when you drink His blood. <laughs> All glory to the Lamb of God who's come in the flesh of men and women. Amen. No wonder why they feel the glory. They've recognized the Lamb living in the midst of them. They've recognized their deity to become co-heirs with Christ and partakers of His divine nature. They've recognized they are gods. Barnabas was Zeus. Paul was Hermes. They just had some false humility that needed to be It's true. How much easier would it have been if they had recognized their full deity and received whole bowl offerings as gods and became the new Caesars of Rome? They wouldn't have had to die. It took 2,000 years to get the religion burned out of us. It's truth anyhow. Paul will testify to you it's true. Amen. The third day we realized we're fully gods. They didn't realize it in the first millennia, or the second day, the second millennia. They realized it the third day, the third millennia, when I raised them up to full deity. On the third day I'll raise them up, Jesus Christ said in the red letters, that they'll be fully gods. Creator gods, not little g's, big g's. Because if you have a little g in you, we'll cast it out into the lake of fire. You have the fullness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in you. That's written in Colossians 2.10. You are made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and you've already reached full spiritual stature. Who has lied to you and told you you are not fully God? Who? Jezebel, the witch of the sea. She told you that you are not God's, that God's out there, that you're just sinners, you'll always be sinners, you'll always have problems, Separate your divinity from her divinity, from God's divinity, and so that you live as mere animals under the curse of the fallen angels, even after Jesus destroyed their power 2,000 years ago. That's the sin of the principalities of Satan and his angels the last 2,000 years, and all of it is being vaporized by the sons of God who fully know who they are. Right now. Amen. Glory. We're co-heirs with Christ. (laughs) No separation. If you are saying that that you are any way separated from your Christ nature, then you're not accepting the full thing Jesus purchased for you. You're not accepting the resurrection power. You're not accepting fullness on the throne of God where He died for you to be placed. He's the final sacrificial lamb. He's the daily offering. So we get offered in death daily. We die daily with the Lamb so that we may live eternally. 
We live fully in the spirit and fully in the natural. What is sown in the corruptible is raised in the incorruptible. Oh. Oh. You were never Adam. Adam was a shadow because Christ was the lamb crucified before the foundations of the world and you were joined to Christ before the foundations of the world. So how can you say you were ever Adam? How can you say that not all of eternity was washed away by what Christ did past, present, and future? How can you not say, I have always been Christ? That would be blasphemy to not say that. <laughs> and this is the judgment that Brandon was talking about. Because we haven't received the fullness. So we're being judged. The false humility and stuff that pretends and masquerades as humility, denying your divinity, is actually pride. Yep. Denying that you are God's, created in God's image with God's equality, God's ability. God created Adam and Eve and called them his son and daughter. The first Adam was called the son of God in the Bible. So he was fully equal to God. Never worry, my son. The second Adam became a life-giving spirit to restore us to what we lost in the garden in the beginning, in the infinite loop of the Genesis Jesus God. Yeah. Yeah. So you can live out of eternity past had there never been a curse of the fall, out of the Garden of Eden, through your hearts and minds, by the river of life. That's the spirit of grace that raises you up. It was the spirit of holiness that raised Jesus from the dead. Elevations of death. He went down and died the deaths. He died spiritually, mentally, and physically, the Bible says. He died deaths, plural, three of them. He died spiritually, mentally, physically, and he was buried in the lowest pit in hell called Tartarus Hell. And the bowls of Bashan gaped about him, and they thought they had defeated the Lord of glory, and that the universe was forever theirs. But he had never sinned, so the spirit of holiness raised him from the dead and mutated the kingdom of hell forever with the glorification of the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth, the firstborn from the realm of the dead. And he raised him from the tomb, and he went around Israel revealing himself for 40 days. And they testified of seeing Jesus face to face. And that same Jesus now lives inside of us by His Spirit and raises us from the dead to the measure that we partake with His divine nature and agree with His divinity as our divinity, as our inheritance, because God loves us. Not because we deserve it or have earned it, simply because we're the passive dependent partakers of salvation. The recipients of His grace and humility and His divinity and his spiritual stature at age 33 to operate in all the heavens and all the earth in his level of holiness and purity. It's the spotless lamb formed in us that all the heavens and the earth yield to us. Daniel 7 says that the kingdom was given to the holy people and that's the end of matter. It's all about becoming spotless in the spirit of holiness, not just settling for the firmament of the seven stars, but the second heavens of the twelve stars. Taking the heavens back from the fallen angels in the full resurrection of the spirit of holiness that lifts our souls up until there's nothing in our soul different than the Father's soul in our brains. 
not just in our spirit, but in the natural realm of our souls and brains, lifted up into that realm and seen from the heavens as the angels that stole our inheritance for, for years and years and years have lived from that observatory, have lived from that angelic sphere. Now we take the angelic sphere of the firmament and the stars. And that's how we rule and reign a thousand years. Amen. And we really need to repent of our unbelief because we've been unbelieving about God redeeming the time and defeating time and defeating death. I mean, look, he died and was in the grave and he went and spoke through his death to the spirits that were in prison to the time of Abraham. That's time travel, folks. And then what do you think the second coming is? It's, it's, it's traveling in the, into the future and saying, I'm coming at a later date. And we should be partaking of that spiritual travel. We should be yielding our spirit to Jesus to go rescue more out of the prisons, which is what he called us to do. To redeem them from the spiritual prisons and to co-labor with him in his work. Amen. Masters of time. Twelve stars on the bride's head. Revelation 12 is the twelve months. That every month that there has been increase in the earth is now restored to us. Acts 3.21, the restoration of all things. has happened by us being lifted into the heavens with our souls by the spirit of holiness. Holiness is the only access into the heavenly realms. It's called virginity total virginity of the mind, the transfiguration of the renewing of the mind, the virgin waters of the Lamb of God, the springs of the Lamb of God in the heavens are the virginity springs of Jesus Christ the King, the virgin King, the creator of heaven and earth. Those virginity waters wash our souls and lift us up into the heavens to where the 12 stars in our souls. The 12 stars are the 12 months of the cycle of the lunar calendar, the Gregorian calendar, all the calendar of all time. It doesn't matter what calendar you go by. All time is redeemed when we wear the 12 stars by the Spirit of Holiness in Jesus' name. So all those months back 6,000 years, everything of increase that the enemy has stolen from Israel, which means sons of God. The word Israel means prince with God or sons of God. From the sons and daughters of the living God, from the seed line of the woman that crushes the serpent underfoot. All the increase of the months will be added unto us, the holy people now. That's the inheritance of the kingdom. It's the dominion of the king and the king of glory's ability to go back in time and to redeem the times, like it says in Ephesians, and to restore all things, like it says in Acts. By the twelve stars of the twelve months of the twelve constellations of the crown of the queen of Israel. Amen. The bride of Christ. Glory. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> There's so much more authority hanging out here with the, the three of us. It's so easy to just terrorize the lies of Satan out of people's brains. Because we agree with him. <laughs> Every lie will be burnt by the spirit of truth. People will cling to lies thinking that lies are truth. But if our words can burn your lies and you're scared of our words, it's the sure evidence you're full of satanic lies. We love you 
Because the love is the truth that burns the lies that keep you in bondage to Satan and his angels, to drug addiction, alcohol addiction, perversion, covetousness, greed, and idolatry. All of it will burn as the spirit of truth comes forth in the two witnesses this season. And the full depth of understanding of the two witnesses is the throne of God and the throne of the Lamb that released the fullness of the river of life. Revelation 22.1 is the two witnesses. We say it's Moses and Elijah. I'm sure it is. I mean, we've seen Moses and Elijah a thousand times. But it's even deeper than Moses and Elijah. It's the throne of God and the Lamb fully formed in our hearts and through our flesh and blood, releasing the river through the natural dimension. Yeah, and so many of you have been called to be apostolically building in the Spirit, but yet... You've been building in the Babylonian system. You've been helping build the Tower of Babel. I'm telling you the truth. You're yielding your spirit to, to, to demonic power to help build Babel in the past instead of building the New Jerusalem in the future. Yeah, the deception is super bad right now because people are scared to enter the new wineskin. They're clinging to the old wine, the old wineskin, which is nothing less than the witches of the sea water, the bitter water, and the old building system of human brain and human flesh in control of religion and marketplace. All of it will melt with fervent heat at the coming of the Son of God. The The only thing that will remain is the city of David and the water temple. There will be new cities... But that's the only sure anchor for your souls in marketplace and in priesthood. You can bet your whole bank account on the city of David and Ezekiel 47's water temple. Bring all your business, all your family, all your livestock, everything that you do in the natural dimension by faith now into the new wineskin of the new wine of the city of David and be surrounded in the glory. Begin, begin living out of the glory of God in all your life. And there will be a wall around you and glory within you. And you'll be sealed inside the water walls of the new Jerusalem on earth as it is in heaven where no unclean thing can penetrate. But most people are too scared now to get completely sanctified by the living waters to be washed in their families and their religion and their pride and all their education, all the stuff they know, all the stuff the horror of Babylon taught them that keeps them worldly and naturally minded and fearful. All that stuff you have to let go and let it be washed out of you. And by the washing of the water of the Word, you'll enter right through the walls of the New Jerusalem that we're already sealed in as pioneers. We're already living in this fullness for months and months and it's getting stronger and solidifying so that people can actually feel and see the walls of the new city of God, the city of glory. And then you'll just come right in and you'll feel the sanctification as you go through the water walls. It's called Jezreel. The walls of boiling water. That's the place where Jezebel died. At Jezreel. It's the place where no unclean thing, no witchcraft, no magic spell of the enemy, no self-righteousness, pride, no unclean thing can enter through the walls. It's not so much as up and down. We brought it down. Now it's just laterally moving over into the realm of the living waters to live and move and have your being inside the water city and the water temple of Jesus Christ's light and water. It's a completely world. The kingdom of heaven is fully manifest already on earth. The issue is the renewing of your mind and the, re- and the cleansing of the unrighteousness of your heart to walk into it, come over into it. That's why they crossed the Jordan. 
Now you cross the water wall. You cross through Jezreel. You cross the boiling oh. waters and it boils every unclean thing out of you. And when you live inside the city, there's no unclean thing. Mm. So you have to be fully, perfectly sanctified. But who wouldn't want that? I mean, you got to love demons to not be fully sanctified. That's what it boils down to. People love sin, but they're get, the sin is actually killing them and tormenting them, so they're wanting more water, and that's what will bring them to the throne of David in the city of water. And that's what will form the city of David that I believe in one year will have a million people in Red Litter Ministries as the manifestation of the city of David. You watch. And a lot of mockers out there, a lot of naysayers and doubters. We've always dealt with people like that because they're demon-possessed. But you watch these waters sanctify people as they come into the city of David and start living in the fullness of the glory of God that we've been pioneering for over a decade Amen. in Jesus' name. Yeah, and we should be building these castles made out of sand where, where wind and water tears them down. So many of us are building these sand castles. We need to be building in the water <laughs> and partnering with the water and the wind rather than working against it. The water, see that's why you bring the gold into the water, right? Because the gold is, is placed in the water and it's immovable. Building out a sturdy thing, sturdy materials. I'm t I'll tell you the truth, this is how the streets are made in heaven. It says that the streets were made with gold and the water flowed down the streets proceeding from the throne of God, not to the side of the streets, down the seats. So that means that water mixes with gold and it makes the precious streets themselves. And that's how you need to be building this temple. Thank you, Father. Oh, there's such a strong fire now upon the soul. You feel that heat? That scorching heat, that... It's the most intense, soothing fire I've ever felt upon my soul. Because this is the deepest I've ever been allowed to tell the truth. Hmm. Amen. Same. As I was in the steam room, I saw Isaiah 14, 29. Rejoice not, you demons, Philistines, for the dragon, the fire breathing dragon of Judah shall come and destroy you all. And I was seeing the seraphim of Judah, Jesus Christ in dragon form. It's written in the Bible. Study out seraph, but it's also translated in many translations as dragon. It says, Rejoice not, you demon Philistines, for the seraph or red dragon of Judah will come and destroy you. And that's what season you're in right now. The season of the fire-breathing lion of the tribe of Judah. But he's a flying seraph. He's coming in seraph form right now to completely terrorize the enemies of Christ. To completely annihilate witchcraft, covetousness, idolatry, immorality. And all wrongdoing shall cease by the seraph of Judah. In Jesus' name. I feel the seraph of Judah so strong in my soul right now. I have to release that. <sighs> Canada, it's time that you start turning to the leaf of God rather than the leaf of man for the healing of the nations. The holy leaf 
in the spirit realm, I'm not talking flesh words, turn to the leaf of God, burn it as an offering. Sophia, the angel of wisdom, that was Solomon's angel, what she wanted to do tonight, and what the orders from the Father, our Father, were, and she said, administer justice. <laughs> I thought with Nikolai and Jake, it'd be some crazy drunken glory, and this is crazy drunken glory, but drunken glory is also extreme power. It's, it's extreme pleasure. But it's extreme power. It's dunamis power. It's the drunken glory of Jesus Christ that raised him from the dead. I believe Jesus Christ was drunk when he was thrown back into his body in the tomb. It actually talks about in Psalms like a drunk man rising from the grave that's had too much wine to drink. It's a, a, an allusion to Jesus' resurrection that he be drunk. <laughs> and so what? can you imagine what he was feeling after being in Tartarus? With the bowls of Bashan gaping about him and all the most wicked principalities tormenting him down in the lowest pit of hell and then just shot right up back into his body in the fullness of the Father's glory and authority. That's intoxication, man. That's the drunken glory. Drunken glory is resurrection dunamis power. Drunken glory raises a person's spirit from the dead. Dunamis. Oh. <laughs> it's the new wine, and against new wine there is no law. It's the law of liberty in Christ Jesus. You're drinking Christ, and you're so full of Christ, you're drunk in resurrection life, just like Jesus. There's no one more like Jesus than the man drunk on the anointing. Anyone that says otherwise is a demon. It's true. Guaranteed. Is a demon. Because the spirit of Antichrist is the spirit of anti-drunken glory. It's the spirit that's against the anointing, that says not too much anointing because we don't want to destroy hell. So these spirits are against the anointing of the drunken glory that's the full power of the resurrection that annihilates and mutates and melts the demonic realm outside of the influence of the natural man. So that even natural men and women are no longer tormented by the scorpion sting. It's true. We're going to be a covering in a dome over nations, our inheritance, so that they're not even tormented by demons anymore. If you remove the demonic and the spiritual powers of wickedness, principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions in all the universe, and you seal it outside of the influence of humanity a thousand years, then you'll have fulfilled what Revelation actually says is going to happen. They're not going to have any influence in our inheritance anymore because full intercession on a Moses level has occurred. That people have fully laid down their lives for their enemies. 
to be a covering and protection and a dome of glory above and below and all around in the height and the width and the depth of the love of God that's in Christ Jesus that no one gets what they deserve. Only Satan and his angels and their sins get what they deserve and they get sealed outside the human dimension. During stillness, I kept hearing the part of the song that Nikolai wrote where it said, and we would surely die if it meant that we could get high, get you high on a God who just wants to make you fly. We would surely die. So it's all about covering. The bride covers at a firmament level, the sky. The sons of God, the the 12 star government of God covers at a a celestial level of all the second heavens in their souls, masters of time. There's two different companies being formed here in the end times. The bride of Christ and the friends of the bridegroom. Jesus Christ had different divisions of sanctification and calling and election. He had his 72, he had his 12, he had his 3, and he had John, his one, who leaned on his heart, John the Beloved the love apostle. There is different levels and depths of knowing God. It's the same way for the ranks of Joel's army. And none of that's sealed. It's all open. But you have to understand the formation of this company is the 12 stars. The government of God. It's always been about government with us at Red Letter Ministries. That's why it's been such hostile warfare against this ministry. We represent the vanguard of the armies of the living God. And we're victorious now. It's like Psalms 18, when David had victory over Saul and over all his enemies, it is written. And that's what we're sitting upon today. And the full victories of Christ over Satan and his angels in the heavens and in the solar system and in the sky and in the waters and in the earth and in under the earth in total victory of the throne of God and the Lamb fully formed within us, releasing the ability of the river of life through all dimensions, melting our enemies outside the influence of the natural man so that our inheritance is no longer tormented. Amen. Now our inheritance is washed and loved continuously like the days of Noah. Noah took care of the animals. He didn't kill the animals. He brought the animals into the earth. We take care of the nations. We don't kill the the nations. We wash the nations. Every man, woman, and child. I don't care what you believe in, what religion you believe in. I don't care your political bias. doesn't matter about anything in the natural realm, your education, how much is in your bank account. All of it's irrelevant. What's relevant is that you're a soul and you're protected by the 12-starred government of God. That's what we bring forth now. That's what this company, this tribe of Judah, is asked by God the Father to do this season. Demonstrate perfect, unconditional love like a marriage canopy. And the canopy of his marriage cart in Song of Solomon is love and mercy for everyone. The only ones that are getting judgment at this time are Satan and his angels. The nations don't even have a chance to have a drink until the demons are burnt out of them. Almost everyone's going to rejoice in total jubilee in the whole planet. So don't judge anyone before they're delivered from their demonic influence because the judgment's towards the demon in them. You haven't even seen the true person yet. (laughs) 
God desires that not one should perish and that all should come to eternal life. I'm not saying that some won't go the way of the devil. I'm saying we still need to learn how to love perfectly at Father God's level. And we have fallen so short as Christian leaders. I just repent for all Christian leaders. And we demonstrate true apostolic covering of the tree of life. And these leaves are for the healing of the nations. All nations. We dash the nations to pieces like pottery, which is removing the false covering of the fallen angels that keep them stuck looking at themselves instead of looking at God's goodness and glory and the love of God to love each other. That's the crust of the curse of the fall coming off the nations according to Revelation 2 and 3. Amen. Hallelujah. people would hear John the Baptist, the spirit of Elijah, the spirit and the voice of the river speak, they'd often say, what do you want us to do? Because they were torn to their heart by his preaching. So we tell you today, in the spirit of Elijah, drink the river. It's a one-step solution. It's so simple. A three-year-old can do it. All you need to do is come to the waters of life and drink. It'll put your whole life into the kingdom glory dimension. Nothing to figure out, everything to drink. These words are spirit and life, and they're, they're sown into your heart, but without the living water, it won't bear forth 30, 60, 100 fold. But with the living water, every word we speak to you will bear forth 30, 60, and 100 fold, just like Jesus Christ. Amen. That's how it should be for all Christian leadership in the world. Glory. Drinking to keep the seed growing. for the rest of God. Let the angels do the work for you. Our angels greet your angels and let your angels be known to you so that your angels can do the work at the end of the age so you can be at rest and at peace and be promoted into the angelic heavenly sphere as the sun's and daughters oh. of the Father of Light. Oh. <laughs> Father of Lights. <clears throat> I'm sending one of my angels, Symbol, to come. 
clang cymbals around your head <laughs> and bring praise and joy. <laughs> lots of praise and lots of joy <laughs> to tickle your little booties and armpits. <laughs> Praise is the entrance into heaven. <laughs> I want him back though. <laughs> Praise is the entrance into heaven is a Google Translate we got yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Praise is also the English translation for Judah. <laughs> <laughs> Judah is the has the first born rights. Because the other four were disqualified by adultery. Mm -hmm. So the tribe of Judah, out of the 144,000 of the 12 tribes that are forming now, of the sons of God, we are that. <laughs> and we come forth first. And if you need a witness, ask the Holy Spirit for confirmation, because these are deep marvels. I don't expect you to just completely agree with me right away. I mean, use discernment. But test the Spirit, test the fruits. But God and His angels and the Holy Spirit and the living waters will testify that every single thing we've told you tonight is the truth from the throne of God and the Lamb and the river of life. Amen. This is the tribe of Judah that comes forth first. That <laughs> forms 144,000. It's not necessarily about just that number. It's about the holy nation of spiritual Israel ruling the new world of the new heavens and the new earth where love dwells, which is righteousness. of God himself formed within us that if you've seen us you've seen the father that's what union is father I pray they may be one even as we are one John 17 father I pray they may be one as we are one that we would demonstrate the fullness of the father that's the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. That's what the spirit of holiness lifts you up to do. And the only thing you struggle with is the false humility of the pride of the fallen angels saying, you're not worthy, you don't deserve it. Shame, shame, shame. Work, work, work. Earn it, earn it, earn it. You're not, you know, you're not that. You're not that. But it's all the demons trying to hold you back from your divine inheritance as gods, equal to God the Father. With the paintbrush of God the Father, who spoke the universe into creation, you have the same paintbrush as God the Father, and you're responsible to co-create the new heavens and the new earth, which is really just washing away all the darkness with color, with the seven spirits rainbow gushing out of your mouth and your hands, <laughs> filling every room that you enter into, <laughs> making everything that's gray and bleak just washed over with color. 
your your state of being will be so invasive that other people will have no choice but to be insanely high and full of life and color around you. They'll have no choice but to be in heaven. Times of great transition, not tribulation. My tribulation is completely over. Tribulation <laughs> for the nations has just begun. But for the holy people who inherit the kingdom, it's the time of our great transition of inheriting all things and redeeming all times back to spiritual Israel, of Christ Jesus fully formed in us and the manifestation of the Son of God through our flesh. So it's a beautiful time to be a friend of God. It's a beautiful time to be a temple of the Holy Spirit, to know His fullness within us. That there's no separation whatsoever. That we are one. And the angels treat us as God the Father Himself when you are one with the Father. And you'll have angel armies backing up your every word. Glory. It's a time of tremendous marketplace. The Boaz pillar has been placed at Ezekiel's water temple. It's been Jachin. Jachin was the priest. Boaz was the businessman. We've had Jachin almost only in the water temple for years. Now Boaz is being set in the temple. So the complete and total conquering of the two-thirds waters that obey Jesus Christ, the living waters, will, will bring ships trading back and forth in all business, commerce, and industry worldwide. These living waters come from below, and they wash away all greed, idolatry, covetousness, and all the works of the Horror of Babylon, all the works of the Witch of the Sea, all the works of Satan and his angels and the wormwood waters are washed away and dissolved and burned away by our living waters in the full release of the two-third living waters through all the earth and its oceans and seas through all the sky and the heavens and its oceans and seas in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we release our Solomonic ships to sail in perfect business in our living waters through all industry, commerce, and business of all nations, tribes, and tongues, now and forevermore, in total servanthood of the throne of God in the land, oh. in the water, in the water city of King David, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Help this ministry go further, and help the the, the river be carried on the streets of gold by the working of the the Boaz uh, the Boaz mantle the Boaz mantle partnering their financial resources with this water will carry the river further then we can carry it alone we can release water but then there's no reward for it you guys get the chance of entering in the reward of our water of the Holy Spirit by helping pave the streets you know and and the Lord is all too familiar with people leaving uh, gold in the dry temples. Just look at Judas and where his gold ended up.
completely worthless reward. But by bringing your gold into the water temple, it helps pave the new city of the new Jerusalem. So partner with us at redlettermin.com. Amen. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh -huh. <laughs> Glory.